What's up, what's up, and welcome to the first episode of the Hear From A Student podcast presented by Big Sis, which stands for Boldly Impacting and Growing Students in STEM. I am your host, Brianna Ivey. I'm a Georgia Tech alum and a current electrical engineer at GE Healthcare. The goal of the Hear From A Student podcast is to embrace, encourage, and empower the next generation of great minds and underrepresented youth in STEM. In each episode of the podcast, we're going to get to hear from a student who studied a STEM field in their undergraduate or graduate studies and learn all about their journey as a STEM major. Destiny! Rihanna! Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for doing this again. <laughs> yeah, it is Tuesday. No problem. Yes, I appreciate you so much. Um, go ahead and start by introducing yourself to the people. Tell us your name, where you're from, and what you studied. Okay, cool. So my name is Destiny. Actually, let me give you my whole name. My name is Destiny Wellington Wilson. I'm from Stockbridge, Georgia, and I studied computer science at Georgia Tech. Okay, okay. Oh, good old Georgia Tech. But before yeah. we get into the Georgia Tech side, let's go before that. Okay, mm-hmm. you were a senior in high school, and some kind of way you had to decide what you wanted to study in college. How did you land on computer science? So basically, I just wrote down every job on a piece of paper, closed my eyes, and picked one. Well, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think the summer right before my senior year, I went to a summer program. Um, I think it was like cybersecurity, um, but then we ended up messing around with Python and just doing like a cute little activity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this coding? I was like, this is cool. Like I might want to do this. So then I started uh, researching computer science and like what it entailed and like the type of jobs that you could um, get if you studied it. Um, So I was like, this is kind of something that I'm interested in. Um, Even though I didn't really have much background, much experience in it. I was like, this is what I want to do. And that's how I ended up there. Was there, when you were doing that research, was there one job that stood out to you that was like, oh yeah, if I do CS, I would definitely like to do that. Yeah. So the crazy thing is I didn't end up doing it, but it was like video game development. I was like, this is so cool. Like, what do I have to do to get here? Yeah. Um, but it turns out that that's really hard. So kudos to the people that actually, you know, develop video games. Yeah. I've in we had took a C class and we made the most simple, most basic Pac-Man game. And it almost took me out of here. I was like, nothing is working. <laughs> we had to do like yeah. coding on one side and then like the wiring up with the screen and the buttons and that is it's fun like once you get to see the actual finished product but it's 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 difficult so yeah yeah so you're right kudos to the people that do it (laughs) so you decided on CS and then what made you decide Georgia Tech was the place you wanted to be for the next four and a half if you're me years (laughs) um (laughs) Georgia Tech I'm trying to see I remember I guess I was always like researching um top colleges um but I decided that I kind of wanted to stay local I wanted to stay in Georgia um and Georgia Tech was like a really good school and I think at the time it was I'll just say top 10 because I don't know if it was nine or like six for computer science and I was like that's not bad I mean it's a win-win great school I get to stay close to home um and enjoy the city so uh yeah I like the surroundings and everything too yeah so when you started studying CS, what were some of the big topics and things that you learned about? And then what was your favorite topic? 
Oh man, um, I feel like within CS, the most important thing would be data structures. However, you don't start off learning data structures yeah. per se. Um, I think the first language I learned was Python. I think that's the first language everyone should learn, honestly. Um, it's the, I guess the easiest thing to like get a rhythm of mm-hmm. as far as like syntax and like how coding works per se. Yeah. Um, and then from there you start diving into like uh, data structures and like other coding principles. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm branching away from the question. So learning Python as a language <laughs> is important. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just like uh, diving deep into like, you know, what's a linked list or like, or like think of like some of your favorite um, applications that you use and try to figure out like, how do they do this? And nine times out of 10, it uses something that is like a foundation, for example. So like everybody knows how a queue works. I mean, it goes in and then it's based on the priority of like, oh, you were here first. So you come out, you know, just like in a a store, you take a ticket, you know, you want your deli meat, you get it based on that. (laughs) But a lot of like things use queues and it's a data structure and you can code it and it's actually pretty cool yeah, yeah. Is that's your favorite topic that you learned um no <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to think the favorite, <laughs> the favorite topic that I learned oh my god um I have to think really hard only because I loved everything that I learned but I'm gonna say mostly in my AI classes when I started um learning about like machine learning and how things work like that. So I'll, I'll start with this. Um, senior year, we I was in machine learning and we did our group project on brain tumor identification or classification Ooh. per se. It didn't, it didn't work that well. Um, but I was like, this is cool. <laughs> exactly. I was like the concept, like we're learning things in class and we're able to apply these things to like try to get something to work per se. Um, so like K clustering and just like, uh, classification in general like image classification and stuff like that um so I'd probably say on the AI side like image classification is probably the most interesting thing yeah Yeah. it's so funny that you say that you think people should learn Python first they didn't teach me Python first they taught me MATLAB and (laughs) (laughs) that is so unfair and I'll I'll say it that's unfair In my job now, I use mm, Python, but there are people who do the image processing in MATLAB for like the medical images. So it's, and that's the, I'm taking classes right now. And that's the first class that they teach us is MATLAB for the image processing. So, you know, everything has its place, but this is leading up to the question. The question is, previously you made this statement and I want to know if you still stand by it. You said, when in doubt, Python do you still stand by that statement most definitely I still stand by that (laughs) statement you scared me for a second I was like what did I say (laughs) no when in doubt Python without a doubt I feel like I mean for me example like that's what I've used the past at least two years so like my last two years of college all my AI classes we use Python and even at work now I think it we're focusing with Python. So like mm-hmm. Python's not going anywhere. It is helpful to know other languages, but yeah. I feel like learning Python helps you learn those yeah. other languages. Other languages like what? You remember when we went through this the first time? <laughs> I really don't. Um, other languages <laughs> like, uh, so for example, when I interned with PayPal, they were like, we need you to use Golang. 
And I was like, what is Golang? I've never heard of that. And they're like, do you know Python? I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you'll be fine. It's just, you know, look at the syntax and you'll be okay. Yeah. So like Golang um, or like Java, but that's a little bit different. Um, the syntax is, you know, semicolons and stuff. That's a bit different, um, yeah, yeah. but you know the foundation, like you have the foundation there. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel I like those are the big two. Huh? I haven't used C++ in a long time. They're different though, right? C++ is object. Yeah. Python is not object-oriented. Am I right? No, you're correct. Java is object-oriented. Yes. Yeah. Not that I really know what that statement means. I, would have I was to about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to think real hard about remembering what object-oriented means, but that's okay. That's, that's, a, that's a topic for another episode, okay? Well, maybe we'll have you back to teach us some... CS concepts because I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> what was some you mentioned like uh, AI, machine learning? What are some other big CS? I feel like buzzwords, but topics. Yeah, buzzwords. and then what's your least favorite one? Okay, um, okay. Let me think. Everybody's always like AI, AI, and then you also have like data, mm -hmm. um, you know, big data and stuff like that. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I know at Tech, we had like the people thread um, and that focused more on like site courses and uh, like a user experience design or like user interface design and stuff like that. Yeah. So like how people interact with applications and like yeah. how you can design stuff better for that. Um, so that's mostly like front end stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think. I'm gonna sound like I don't know anything. Yeah, so um, you can skip to your least favorite <laughs> one. The thing at the class that you hated to go to the absolute most. Oh my God. So <laughs> I have a few Georgia Tech. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the thing is this class was more so computer science theory or computer science. Mm -hmm. If there was no coding involved in it. Oh, so I hated that class the most. Um, I think it was called, I don't know if I'm saying this right, like automata and complexity or something okay. like that. Um, the worst semester of my life. Uh, and that was fall semester, senior year. And I was like, I have to graduate. Yeah. And I have enough space next semester that if I needed to take it again, I can. But it we pulled through, it was fine. Yeah. But as far as my least favorite topic, um, I don't know if this counts. I used to really hate data, huh? like a lot. I used to be like, we were learning in class about um, APIs and stuff. And I was like, I never want to like reach a database <laughs> and like have to do stuff with data. And then at an internship, I ended up having to do that. They were like, you, we want you to do predictive modeling, blah, 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 with this data. And I found myself sitting at my computer getting excited when the data like loaded properly and I was like yay and I was like oh my god am I in love with data and then from then on I had an internship as a data delivery engineer making like data pipelines yeah and I was like I love it fast forward to <laughs> fast forward to now I'm literally a data engineer wow we're gonna, oh. get, into that. We're gonna get into that yeah data pipelines yeah. is just like moving data from one place to the other efficiently is that Basically, so like you got something in point A, I need to get it to point B. How do we do this? Can we get it automated and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I can put two and two together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was the most challenging thing about studying CS? I don't know, the most challenging thing about studying CS, I guess it would be 
the small things. Um, so you would work on an assignment and it wouldn't work. And you think to yourself, like, am I dumb? Like, what's going on? And then you get to that point where you're like, let me step away from it. You go back to it in the morning and you're like, oh my God, there's an extra comma here. Yeah. Like, why is that parentheses there? And it's like, yeah. I wasted 12 hours when I knew how to do it. That was the most, yeah, that was the most challenging. I think that's what you asked me. Yeah. Um, thing about it. But also like, I would say being um, most of the time, like the only black girl in some classes um, on campus per se, cause it felt kind of hard to like reach out for help because everybody else is always like, yeah, I already did this, I'm done. I know what I'm doing. And the professor is like, okay, cool, let's move on. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna like say like, no, I'm struggling, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, so yeah, let me tell not having a little community per se. Let me tell you that the first maybe like two semesters at Tech, that probably was the biggest shock. Being not only being the only black girl in the class, but also just like being able to ask for help and not wanting to. We know the stereotypes aren't true, but also not wanting to like validate any stereotypes by exactly. being the person that doesn't know even though it's probably so many other and then see you see how stuff is just so crazy because you're not the only person in the class who doesn't know oh. it just feels like that so yeah but we'll, we'll, we're going to circle back to that <laughs> but um <Okay. laughs> projects did you have a favorite project that you worked on um I'm trying to think I will say, I don't know if this counts, but I had a semester um, where I took a class called Robotics and Perception, I believe. And we got to walk around with a little robot named Cosmo in like this big cardboard arena. Yeah. And basically um, we had to program it to do certain things. So um, I think one of the things where we had to program it to like identify like uh, images mm -hmm. and like what it would do after that so it would like walk up to a picture see it and then maybe like circle around like three times and then find something else and like back up and stuff yeah. like that now it was stressful but I will say it was fun having this little robot like yeah. moving around and it's like oh I did that um it was also a partnered class which was pretty cool so you got to be stressed out with someone at like 3 a.m and you have to demo it the next morning yeah. and you're like Cosmo's not doing anything it's standing still I would say that um it's my favorite yeah yeah, but was that uh, like your closest call to like not having finished a project before it was due? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really funny. Um, this past semester, not this past semester, but back in, you know, the spring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back to machine learning. There was a time where we had stuff due at 7 a.m., I guess. I'll just keep it at that. Instead of like midnight, it was 7 a.m. Yeah. So the homework assignments were really hard. And the professor said, start them now. Because yeah. we had like two weeks to do them. He said, start them now. Mind you, when he said that, we just finished doing the other one. Yeah. So I was like, this man is crazy. I was like, <laughs> we need a break. Fast forward to the week of starting the assignment. I am dedicating all of my life to this homework each and every day yes. it comes Thursday night I'm like this homework is due 7 a.m Friday morning I'm nowhere near done it's like 4 a.m now I'm still up and I'm like what am I gonna do <laughs> like am I gonna go to bed am I gonna stay up and finish it I'm just typing I'm just typing away and I'm like <laughs> you could see your grade because it was on grade scope like you could run the oh, test yeah, and see yeah, what yeah. you had 
So I was like, okay, I have 50 out of 80 points. Like, come on, like I can keep doing something. Yeah. Like I didn't even try the written questions. I was just going for the programming at that point. <laughs> and then it's like uh, six something. And I'm like, let me just submit it. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Tell me why I hit up something on my keyboard and it deleted like what I had been working on. So I went back to like the 50 out of whatever points and I had never, I didn't submit it yet. So everything that I had just done to get the full like, 80 points or whatever disappeared I closed my laptop up went to bed I was just like nope never again what did you get on now I'm invested what did you get on the project (laughs) um I'm trying to think the the first one it wasn't good um it was probably like (laughs) it was probably like like um I think it was like a I don't want to I want to say 70 but I don't think that's accurate you pay like yeah, let's just leave it there. Yeah, okay. something like that. You pass. Oh. So many of those. Sometimes you just gotta take the I pass. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because listen, I'm sure I had one of the during uh the COVID semesters, uh, you know, all the tests were like remote. Not all some professors were really crazy with it, but I had one professor who we had the test remote and that just I was pushing it up until I think it was due at like 11 a.m. And at 10.55, I was like, if I can just make this last circuit do the 10.58, I was like, okay. But uh, for one of my project classes, the project was due on Thursday. We had built this wearable device and it was in the testing phase. Like it was all built. We were testing it, like cleaning up the wires. We were making it look nice. Tuesday night in the lab. I was cleaning up this wire and I had the power still on. And I made a mistake when I was trying to, a wire fell out of like a solenoid or something, which I think it was like nine volts and it fell out and I went to pick it up and I touched something else on the board and shorted the entire project and electrocuted myself. (laughs) And (laughs) And I just remembered looking at the board like, oh my gosh. I just destroyed the whole project. It's like five people working on this project. And I, there's a person next to me and like people walking around. I'm just like staring at this board and my heart is in my feet. And I remember trying to turn it back on and nothing came on. And the 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 utter, complete and utter shame of having to take a step back and call your group over to be like, so I just destroyed our project that's doing a day. Um I'm going to go crawl into a hole and die. <laughs> and so like I spent all Wednesday trying to go get new parts because I destroyed all the parts, the screen that was on the board, the buttons, the, everything that was on this device, I destroyed. And that was my closest call. But you know what? We finished it. We I was in the lab all night Wednesday and we got an A on the project. And nice. Diamonds, baby. Okay. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was running around yes. every lab I could find on campus to find free parts because, mind you, this is one of those projects where they were like, buy the parts. Like, we give you a budget, buy them, wait yeah. for them to ship in. I was like, I ain't got time for that. Give me what you got. I'll, <laughs> I'll pay for it later. <laughs> Whatever. So, hey, that, that made me, baby. <laughs> That's. I love it. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I I would have just cried. See, you pulled it together though, and you did what you had to do. Hey, 100%. tech taught me that I'm a lot tougher than I thought. <laughs> exactly. How's the electrocution burn or whatever? You said you uh, got electrocuted. Oh yeah, it hurt so bad. I was like, dang, this is what it feel like to get electrocuted. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't scream. I, I think I was just in such shock that it happened. But I'm I because I grabbed it like this, 
and my finger and my thumb were hurting for like a week so so like but we made it and that is okay uh you mentioned internships earlier you mentioned paypal i know you were at mailchimp Mm -hmm. oh i'm so good at what i do uh uh, there might have been one more but did you have one that was your favorite uh wow what a loaded question no i'm kidding uh i would say the most recent one so like i interned at mailchimp most recently as a data delivery engineer intern i'll say that was my favorite um because it kind of like uh played a role in like what i wanted to do full-time um which was interning there uh data engineering okay Uh, yeah so kind of like when i started the paypal internships i was more geared as like a software engineer Mm-hmm. um and that was that stuff was cool I enjoyed it um I was there for two summers so you weren't missing one it was just those uh, okay those two um and then yeah like having more of a data focus um and I also just liked the feeling of a small company more because MailChimp is smaller than PayPal mm-hmm. um or at least it was at the time I still think it is yeah um so it's kind of like knowing people and yeah. them knowing your face um instead of just being like oh who is that person walking by like I don't know who that is yeah type situation um I did miss out on the ability to like go into the office mm-hmm. for MailChimp though because the whole internship was like completely remote yeah. um because you know it was peak pandemic you know <laughs> and stuff like that well, the times <laughs> we survived I know man it's crazy yeah um, but yeah I'll say that one okay okay did you have any misconceptions about CS before you got into the coursework and your internships? Um, yeah, I guess I thought CS was like all, I don't want to say all fun and games. Like literally like <laughs> I'm going to be a video, I was like, I'm going to be a video game developer. Like, why are y'all talking to me about like a software engineer at, you know, a bank? Like, yeah. what, are you t- what are you telling me? <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I thought, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like the default is more backend focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like software engineering, but like on the back end, so like doing like internal operations and stuff like that and how things work behind the scenes yeah. more so than the focus on like, I made this app look like this. Yeah. I picked these colors. Um, that's more of like a, you know, a design focus and I feel like people who do those rules half the time aren't even like uh they didn't study CS they studied like design and stuff yeah. like that um, so I guess if I knew the difference between that it might have shifted what I did in college yeah. um but I ended up where I wanted to be let's get that clear uh, <laughs> but yeah at what point or what class did you decide you know what no video games <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think um I think in 2110, which was computer organization and something like that. And I think we were coding in C. So kind of like your experience when you had to make your game with C++. Yeah. And I struggled to make something float across the screen. I was like, yeah. It's I so much harder than just float across the screen. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is really hard. Um, yeah. And I just feel like, for me personally, I was kind of like, I didn't want to do this. Um, not just because it was hard, but because I was like, there's other things that I could do yeah. per se and like enjoy more than like this. Um, but I definitely say like, if you're passionate about it, it's something that it, it could be fun. 
Yeah. Kind of along that same line, what is something you wish someone would have told you about CS or about studying STEM in general? Um, a lot of stuff happens on your own. So like a lot of self-study is important. Um, especially like learning languages. Um, Cause I wish someone told me to start that like earlier, like in high school. Um, Cause these kids now though, they're, they're coding at like five, which is crazy. Um, I, I had no idea about that. I didn't um, know about coding until I got to college. Really? Like right? I heard it, but like, what is that really? Exactly. So I guess just like, you know, starting on your own, cause I have so many like um, online courses and some for free or like, I know there's like a Python tutorial like for free we can go through a bunch of things on your own yeah. um but that's how people learn most of the time so like even in the CES like area people are constantly learning languages on their own yeah um that way when you go to class you already pretty much know what you need to know and you can focus on like the principles um and the foundation like things you're learning like how to implement and not like how do I type this? Because <laughs> yeah. that is most of the struggle. That is most of the struggle. <laughs> My work laptop is all tabs of Python syntax, how to use this API, like so just all that kind yeah. of <laughs> Stack Overflow. Oh. Let's see that never goes away though. Stack Overflow is always going to be in our lives, regardless wow. of your skill level. Yes. It's always going to be there. Shout out to whoever created Stack Overflow for me, okay? <laughs> you, wherever you are. What do you think studying CS taught you about yourself? Um, what did it teach me about myself? If uh, huh? I said, if anything. If anything. That didn't <laughs> teach me anything. <laughs> no, I want to say in the beginning that I gave up too easily. Definitely. Because mm. um, I would literally work on something and I'd be like, nah. Because <laughs> I was like, this isn't working. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I would just rather like take the L instead of like focusing on like why it's not working and like going to office hours and getting the help that I needed. Yeah. I just concluded that I was stupid. I was like, yeah, maybe I should. It was like fresh me. I was like, maybe I should switch my major. And I was literally in the beginning, like Python class. And I'm like, <laughs> I should switch my major. <laughs> so <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but it helped talking to other people and realizing that they you know, we're feeling the same way, but they were getting help. And yeah. that was a difference between, you know, me and them. So yeah. <laughs> them and I, I don't know proper grammar, um, but yeah. We don't, I do numbers, not words. So it's okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. So, so yeah, it definitely taught me that, um, but I've worked on it since then. And, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. That's yeah. really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to pivot to some questions that you can use your imagination for. Okay. Nice. Yeah. If you could pick a skill from any other major, what would it be and why? Doesn't have to be a STEM skill. It can be any skill. Anything. Oh, cool. Okay. Um I'm gonna say uh I feel like this is STEM. I don't really math is cool, but that's okay. I can do quick maths. So I don't need to do all the other complicated yeah. maths. <laughs> um <laughs> I guess like design so but I'm trying to think like what major would that come from I don't know like computational media or like I guess design majors will stick we'll stay with that okay um but their thought process and like how they design things I think is so cool because it's like you have a blank page and then boom 
you have something that literally like encapsulates an idea or a theme yeah um, so I think that's really like on the artsy side yeah and I think it's a lot more thought that goes into that than the initial you know oh just create something but I feel like they put a lot of thought into what colors make people feel this way and if I place it in the middle of the page what does that say as opposed to if I post it in the corner or at the bottom I don't know the answer Mm -hmm. to any of those questions so I would not be good Mm -hmm. in that major because I would just be like stick it on there big font everybody pay attention attention, put it on the wall boom no it's like which one will they read first yeah I agree with the color thing but I also want to know about the colors for life in general because if I need to wear a certain color on a certain day to like get someone to donate like a hundred thousand dollars to me I would love to do it that is wow that's a good thought and I'm pretty sure there are some people who do that like so wow never even thought about it in that context but that's 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 smart Right. Um, what do you think is unique about your perspective as a CS student? Oh, you're not a student anymore. Excuse me. What do you think uh, is unique about your perspective as a computer scientist if you were in the room with like an electrical engineer or mechanical or biomedical? Um, I want to say... I pay very close, I feel like everyone does though, but very close attention to detail. Um, Cause like having to identify that you put an extra comma in like 300 lines <laughs> of code is something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say that, even though I feel like, you know, biomedical engineers, electrical engineers, everybody pretty much pays close attention to detail. Um, but I'll say, I'll just dive a little bit deeper. Yeah, I feel like depending on your major, you pay close attention to different details. Like, yeah when in one of the projects I did at Tech it's like we were building this baby incubator right and the electrical engineers would think okay you want to add like a screen like the doctor want to add a screen to the front of the incubator right we think okay that's cool but how much power is that going to take like we already have things that need a certain amount of power to run functionally not just mm-hmm. does it look nice is it easy to use which is also important. But then the mechanical engineer is like, okay, well, how do we mount this? And we got to mount it in a way that you can clean it because it has to be sterile because it's in the hospital. We're not going to think yeah. about anything being sterile. We're going to think about if the power shuts off, can we provide enough power to the screen? Does it come on? But they're going to think mm-hmm. about, can we mount it well? And is it easily you know, cleaned? So I feel yeah. like attention to detail is different based on major because you're trained to pay attention to different details. So oh I would, because oh yeah, as a CS student, you're going to, probably pay much closer attention to like for example when someone's working on the code to the software it's like okay well if everything fails how does my code fail like if it doesn't get the right I don't know value from the ADC does it fail safe like <laughs> what shows up on the screen stuff like that like what's going on yeah I don't even know what they would think about it I don't be doing that but I do I think that is a unique perspective and unique to different majors so I'll, I think that's a good answer um, I was thinking who's going to be thinking about the safety of the baby um but obviously none of the engineers <laughs> the <doctor. laughs> no we had we had one biomedical and the doctor and his team but that is a good point because it's like see another thing the doctor is like how the mechanical engineers are like the fan is on, it's mounted, it moves air. The doctor is like, in what direction does it move air? Because it needs to move air in, I don't remember, but in a certain direction to not contaminate the baby, the air. Like, 
air can't go from the electronics chamber to the fan to the baby like it needs to be separated and we're just like oh yeah that's that's a good idea <laughs> where are the incubator so we can put the temperature sensors on the baby this is the doctors and we're like hmm it's a good point because we're just gonna drill holes somewhere random and be like stick it in but actually if he needs <laughs> he might need to put it on the foot or the head or the head yeah. so you know everybody pays attention to different details yeah um what is a skill you think all stem majors should have this is gonna sound cliche but problem solving um it's not cliche I- girl speak on it <laughs> yeah i would say like problem solving skills i feel like that's one of the things that kind of separates uh stem majors from like other majors is like the way we approach problems yeah. and like how we get to a solution um it's not necessarily always like the better solution per se it's yeah. just a whole different process yeah. um than someone else would um so yeah i would say problem solving yeah if you worked for webster's dictionary or any dictionary company and they came to you and they said destiny you are in charge of writing the definition for a computer scientist what do you write that's a good one um i'm honestly trying to remember what i said last time and i can't i would probably say it's really i'm gonna start it off with the study of you know arguing with your computer or <laughs> the study of <laughs> um how do you take a and turn it into a star um so i guess like thinking of all the ways that you can transform an idea into you know a final product um but with programming okay yeah. in 10 seconds or less 10 seconds ish why should somebody study computer science why should someone study computer science? Um, I started. Why should someone study computer science? If you enjoy um, building things, creating things, but more so on a technology level, computer science is the major for you. Um, if you like seeing how things work and you want to be a part of how they work, computer science is for you. Uh, let's see. For example, if you want to make video games, computer science is for you. (laughs) Um, If you want to work on apps like Pinterest, computer science is for you. Um, But yeah, I feel like moving forward, uh, app development is really hot. So like you have people who have their full-time jobs, but even on the side, they're like working on their own apps and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, if you want to be a self-starter, you know, study computer science. That was like 45 seconds. That's <laughs> that's okay. Um, that is okay. And when you say building things, you mean the software side of things. Software side, yeah. I'm not trying to take over from y'all. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just trying to get clarity because as a high school student, I would have took that and you know been like, oh, okay, build things. Got you, got you. No, no. So like software wise, so like if you want to build an application per yeah. se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, like. If you want to develop applications, uh, studying computer science is for you. Destiny, the computer scientist. Mm -hmm. If you could replace any fictional character inside of their universe, who would it be? And it doesn't have to be Uh STEM related, but you just get to take all of your CS knowledge with you into this universe. 
Okay. Um, I'm pulling, I'm remembering what I said, you know, the last time. Um, And I think I said uh, Issa um, in Insecure because, well, first on the like awkwardness note, we're the same person basically. (laughs) But if I could take my computer science skills and combine that with like, I think she was working for the, uh, that foundation. What was the name of it? Yes, we got y'all. I could take my computer science skills and create cool things and like put possibly a website for we got y'all you know what I mean um or also I could still work for we got y'all and then have my thing on the side I would like to see Issa with a startup I think that would be cool do you know what else you said in the last um interview you remember um like about the tv show Mm -hmm. um no refresh my memory because I know you know you said you would create one Oh, that was back in my creative days. Oh, <laughs> no, that would be cool. Um, I, I just want to say what, if the plot is still the same. If you were creating a show based on this computer scientist girl, what would the plot be? Um, the plot would be, okay, hold on. Based off of me. So I guess like, I think I said something about me in college. Um, like my journey through mm-hmm. my classes. Um and I guess trying to find community within computer science mm-hmm. um, and dealing with like a bunch of different people, dealing with, you know, the uh, COC, the College of Computing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it would be about me and my journey through Georgia Tech and studying mm-hmm. computer science. And I guess the final season would be me graduating and getting a full-time job, you know? Yeah, that was a good, that was a good alley-oop to this next, this next little topic here. Um, you mentioned finding community in computer science. Before that, did you deal with imposter syndrome? And oh, yeah. how did you overcome it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I dealt with imposter syndrome a lot. I would I want to say it plagued me until my last year of Georgia Tech. Wow. Um, yeah, I know, right? Tough. And I think it took a lot for me to overcome it. Cause I want to say like, I just woke up one morning and I was kind of like, you know what? I am that girl. What did yeah. Beyonce say? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it took a lot of <laughs> me, like a lot of self-affirmations and then hitting those low points and like having talks with my mom and having her like, tell me like, you're there for a reason, you know, you know, the stuff like, you know, God wouldn't put you here if you weren't supposed to be here yeah. um, and stuff like that. So I guess the buildup of all of that and then me finally like just saying, cause like, I like to play around, I like to act. So I'm like, let me just take on the role of like this confident girl who's studying yeah. computer science. And I was like, this was fun, I can do this. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, when you act like you know, because you do know, but you just have to tell yourself that you know. Yeah. It's like an extra step. Um, I definitely say that helps. And that's how I overcome it um, per se. Yeah. No, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good I like the act <laughs> let me act like this confident <laughs> this confident student studying computer science but it is very much a a real thing but so just I'm not gonna say unreasonable because I don't want to invalidate the you know the feelings surrounding imposter syndrome but when you really like now Pat being past it after having gone through it it's just like yo Bree what was you tripping about like <laughs> You did it. You did it well. It's not like you just was out here, you know, zeros and everything. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 
such an interesting concept and situation to have to live through and get through. But um, right. shout out to moms because they are <laughs> really great. Uh, mm-hmm. Gotta love them, gotta love them. And then uh, how did you find a community or how did you build a community or were you able to? Yeah, um, so I wanna say right when I, like I posted about my acceptance into Georgia Tech mm-hmm. um, and some like um, older student, I'll say plural with an S, reached out, um, but one of them was a CS major undergraduate, but they had graduated. Um, and she reached out early on and was like, if you ever need anything, let me know. Mind you, like I had never met this girl and I was like, this is so nice. Um, so fast forward to when I'm on campus, I think we're like two weeks in and she's asking like, if I'm a part of um, this organization, which was Minorities at the College of Computing, which was MAC for short. And it was basically like um, a bunch of black students um, who studied computer science that you might not have seen in your class. Yeah. Cause you're like, where are y'all at? Cause I yeah. have not seen you. <laughs> um, so like you get the chance to like talk with them, talk about topics, get the help you need and stuff like that. And then kind of also try to fight that imposter syndrome with them. Yeah. Um, so I'll say, yeah, Mac was definitely one of them um, seeing people like me. And then um, also before you know it though, like I was in some of the beginner courses with like the same group of people Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I was in there with Rob, Ben, and Janelle. So from oh. freshman year to sophomore year, we were all in the same classes together, which yeah. was pretty cool. So we all made like our little huddle. Yeah. Um, and that was it. And I tell you, when Janelle missed class, I was I was panicked. I was like, even though I still had Rob and Ben, but I'm like, I'm the only black girl in here. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was interesting. Um but yeah yeah and, and I, another reason imposter syndrome is so crazy is because like you're questioning if you belong in a space right but they let you in like <laughs> I got accepted here and like and Georgia Tech don't just be accepting people so like mm-hmm. it's it's really really crazy but being the only black girl in the class really affected how I interacted with the class at the beginning like I remember I didn't want to sit at the front I didn't want to bring any more extra attention to me than already than it already came with just walking in the door I didn't want to raise my hand I didn't want to ask no questions I didn't even want to go up to the professor after class because there was other people in line and it was going to see me see Mm -hmm. them when I'm walking to get in line to ask him a question Mm -hmm. and it just it was I didn't want to laugh you know I got my laugh kind of loud so I would be in lab and someone would be funny and I was like (laughs) I wouldn't even really laugh. Like I didn't want no extra attention. And I don't know what happened, but one day I was just like, this is so dumb. I am paying for this class and I need to really know the answer to my question. And I don't want to raise my hand because I don't want nobody to look at me. <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is they're going to look at me anyway. Um, <laughs> whether I'm black or a woman, or also whenever somebody raised their hand, everybody look at them. You see? You no, for real, because I would be... I- because <laughs> I need to know who knows the answer to this question so if I have it again I know who to ask but exactly. that didn't even dawn on me that people are going to look at you because you raised your hand because now you have the floor like you have the attention of the room because you're asking a question in my head it was like little black girl everyone's going <laughs> to look at you because you are the only one in here but at yeah. some point I was like all right enough of that I need to get the most out of my educational experience because I want a job and a degree exactly and I can't yes. get if I want raise my hand and ask a question because now as an adult with a real job at least 25% of my day is asking questions yeah (laughs) 
So um, thinking back over your experience at Tech, being one of the only Black women in your classes throughout your coursework, if you could go back and pick a school, would you pick Georgia Tech again? Yeah, I think I would, because while Georgia Tech was difficult and um, there might not have been many people who looked like me in my classes, I would say it's it's worth it. Um, I think it built a lot of my work ethic um, and kind of how like I approach everything in my life now, because um, I mean, some things come a little bit easy because of like everything that we did in those years. Yeah. Um, so I definitely appreciate it, even though I complain, you know, I'm like, oh, Georgia Tech, I'm never going back, you know, I'm not for undergrad, but um, <laughs> made it out. No kidding. No, I definitely, I think it's worth it. I yeah. definitely think it's worth it. 100%. It was like, content wise, it was very difficult. But like you said, I feel prepared. I felt prepared then. And when I go to work every day, I feel prepared. Like, even if I don't know what it is I sh- I'm supposed to be doing like if I don't know how to code in this language I know that it take I learned how to learn like I learned what <laughs> what works for me when I'm learning and I learned how to like take in a lot of information digest it and like organize it in a way that works for me so mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that's one of the biggest things that I took from tech is just being able to take all the information in and decide what's important and <laughs> what I need and what I don't exactly prioritizing <laughs> Listen. Let's talk about your current role and where you're working and what your day-to-day looks like. Okay, cool. Um, Current role, I'm a data engineer at Slalom Build, um, which is basically like, uh, I'll say like a tech consulting company. Um, So right now, my day-to-day looks a little bit different from what it'll look like um, in the upcoming weeks um, because I I just started. Um, But right now, so actually I joined a part of an academy. So the first three weeks we're getting our Azure certification. So mm-hmm. right now it's a lot of like self-study um, and there's other people in my cohort. Um, we get together, go over topics together because we're supposed to take the exam and get the certification. Yeah. Then once we complete these three weeks, um, they'll put us on a project based on our interests and background. Um, and basically I'll be a data engineer, a part of a larger team um, that is working together to get a company, um, the desired product on a larger scale. I'm trying to think of something that like involves a data engineer, software engineer, platform engineer, and all that. Um, but I'll just say that I'll be working together with a team of engineers to Mm -hmm. deliver like a product or a group of products. Um, and it's different from like, um, let's say working for Facebook per se, because like you're on a set team mm-hmm. and then you guys have things that you work on constantly, but with consulting, uh, you get a client, you work on their project for like six months to a year or whatever, and then you move on to another client. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's different. Yeah. You mentioned software engineer, data engineer. What are the difference between the two? Yeah. Um, so I feel like data engineers focus more so on... Uh, data governance and uh, data ingestion. Um, And sometimes data viz, like data visualization Mm -hmm. Um, and just possibly using some computer science principles like data structures structures and things Mm -hmm. to get data in a format that's needed versus software engineers are more so focused on, um, let's say like you tell me you want to have an app that 
you know, picks out the top five songs that you listen to this week. Mm -hmm. So they'd be focused on the back end of like, you know, how are we going to get these songs? Um, how are we going to sort through them to figure out which ones are the top five? And then how are we going to send this information um, to basically build this application? Yeah. So like data could come in there where they're like, oh, we got you the data that you need. Yeah. And now the software engineers will do something with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's a, it can be a reciprocal relationship. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because some companies actually say like we're hiring for a software engineer, but it'll say data platform. So I feel it's it's kind of tricky because I honestly didn't really know about data engineering until like the past year and a half. Yeah. Because um, it's definitely not something they like teach in college. Like when you study computer science, you're geared to be like a software engineer most of the time. Um, so I even still find a little find a little hard telling the difference if you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know that like as a data engineer, like I'm just, I'm focused on data, getting yeah. data here and getting it there. Yeah. But yeah, software engineering is like taking everything you learned. Like I need to use this linked list to have this that does this, you know, it's cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, is there a skill from tech that you use a lot at work besides like Python? I'm sure you use it. But I really liked how you put it, like how we learned how to learn. Mm -hmm. um so I'll use that so for like this academy like taking what I learned at tech and applying it to I need to learn this in three weeks how am I going to do it like how am I going to prioritize what I'm studying so that I get all this information in because like it can be a lot of information at once and it's like getting it housing it in different areas of my brain so that I can yeah. give it you know when I'm taking the exam so I definitely think tech helps me with that yeah um yeah another tech side I just I feel like I was able to pick up technologies quick yeah. after, you know, being at tech and stuff. So now it's kind of like, oh, you want me to use, you know, technology B, but I've never used it, but I can probably figure out how to use it by tomorrow type yeah. situation. Yeah. Same. Mm -hmm. Learning quickly is also a very underrated skill because mm -hmm. learning something by tomorrow versus learning something by next Tuesday is, <laughs> is a, it saves you time. Um, all right. This is what I like to call the lightning round pop quiz, okay? Oh my goodness, okay. I'm gonna give you this or that statements and you just respond with whatever option resonates most with your spirit, okay? You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, project or homework? Project. Final project or final exam? Final project. Group project or solo project? Solo project. <laughs> Ooh, study group or study solo? Study. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna say study solo. I'll explain after. Okay. Would you rather have a meal plan or cook your own food? Um, based on Georgia Tech. I'm sorry. I know this is supposed to be fast, but like, <laughs> yeah, based on <laughs> based on Georgia Tech. <laughs> I'd rather cook. I cook my own food, and I can't cook, so that says a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Would you rather ask a professor for help or a TA? A professor. Okay. Internships or co-ops? Internships. Fall semester or spring semester? Fall semester. Roommates or no roommates? Roommates. Last question. Would you rather have 8 a.m. classes Monday through Thursday or 5 to 8 labs on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, you almost had me. I'll take those 8 a.m.s. Yep, I'll take those 8 a.m.s. You gonna take the 8 a.m.s? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I already said it. It's too late now. I already said it. Okay. The face you were making when I said 8 a.m., I thought you would take the other option, but. Me too. But then I was like five to eight on a Friday after all week, but it's okay. 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 Now you said you wanted to explain the uh, study solo. Yeah. So I like talking through things with other people but like if I'm studying and I need to be reading like on my own I would like I like to grasp the top topics a little bit myself and yeah. then come together after and like yeah. do a group study session if that makes sense yeah. I don't want people to think that I didn't like people I do no my brain works best if I attempt to do the thing on my own or learn the thing and then I come to the group and be like so this is what I understood tell me how I'm wrong if I'm wrong what should be happening here exactly. yes I'm going to open the floor for you. Do you have any parting advice, words of wisdom for any student that may be wanting to study computer science or STEM? Yeah, I start early. Um, it might seem daunting, um, but when you start early, it's easier to take your time because um, I felt like I was starting a little bit late and I had to play catch up. Mm -hmm. um, so like if you're in high school right now, I say hop online you know, start looking at Python, um, start watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out like how you want to use computer science. Mm -hmm. um, and then it'll all come together and help you in your journey. Um, but also, you know, I'm always available if people have questions. I don't know if you're allowed to like do that, but you know. If you give me the green light, I will. Yeah, most definitely. I'm here. All right. One more thing. Any specific advice? to the young lady, the young black lady who may be the only black woman in her classes? Yes, young lady. No, I don't like that, that was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the advice I have is that you belong there and you deserve to be there. Um, so even if imposter syndrome might come, do your best to fight it off. Cause at the end of the day, you deserve your spot just like everyone else. Agreed, I second that motion, dittoed and yeah you deserve a spot I feel like that's the best that's the best you know summation of what it really is you deserve a spot and you're capable it's exactly. just like you know because you wouldn't be in the spot that you think you don't deserve if you weren't capable you know mm. and so it's yeah. just it's just believing it I think what you said earlier speaking positivity speaking those positive affirmations you know so is a man thinking so is he so you have to believe those things about yourself so you can walk in those things about yourself and then you'll look back and you'll say wow I really am that girl <laughs> Sign thank <Beyonce>. you <laughs> I was like, we should play the song <laughs> and the song is gonna be the outro <laughs> thank you <Dave, laughs> so much I really appreciate you and you taking the time to speak with me today no problem thank you for having me